This is Better Benefits, a podcast from the team at Brella Insurance. We're talking about how to use employee benefits to build a world where health hardships don't create financial burdens. If you're a broker or employer looking for fresh ideas and new products employees will actually use, this show's for you. Hi there, I'm Laura Cave, head of marketing here at Brella, and I'm here with my chief revenue officer, Mike Cirillo, for Better Benefits, episode number 23. Today, our guest is Ben Yomtube. He's president of WorkTerra, a leading benefits administration and enrollment platform that is built to simplify the growing complexity of benefits for HR and employees. Ben brings extensive experience with technology and benefits strategy to his new role at WorkTerra after seven years with leading national brokerage firm Gallagher. So Mike, it's really timely for us to have Ben on the show today. Employers are really starting to turn their attention to 2022 benefits and how they're enrolled and how they're communicating in this post-pandemic place that we find ourselves in. It seems like benefits are just in the spotlight more now than ever. So is that what you're hearing from brokers that you're engaging with? And I'm wondering if you can tell us, you know, what are you hoping to hear from from Ben on the show today? Hey, Laura, uh, great to be back with you again. And and you're right. You know, I, I think as we turn the corner into the back half of the year benefits more than ever in, in the spotlight. In fact, I, I read a stat recently that 77% of employees would consider changing jobs because of poor benefits. And, and I think in many cases, it could be the perception of benefits, right? Are they understood? Can an employee really get their arms around what's being offered? Is it clear? We know that in general, benefits literacy can be a challenge. And, and I think as we look at how benefits are consumed and, and, and used by employees, how they're delivered is really uh, critical in sort of being used as a retention tool. So I'm excited to to chat with Ben. He brings, as you said, really great expertise in this space. And and I think he'll walk us through some of the things that are top of mind for him and his company, maybe even some of the gaps that have been exposed in in current benefit programs and his opinion on what technology can do to help make benefits enrollment easier for employers and and most importantly, their uh, teams. That's right. That's right. Well, let's go ahead and introduce everybody to Ben. All righty, my pleasure. It's a real honor to introduce Ben Yamtu, the president of WorkTerra. Prior to joining WorkTerra, as Laura mentioned, Ben spent over seven years with Gallagher, where he advised brokers and their employer clients on benefits administration platforms and enrollment strategies. And prior to that, he spent another seven years at Delta Dental. Ben is based in the Chicago area, where he got his MBA at the University of Chicago. Ben, it's really great to have you on, your, have you on the show. Welcome. Uh, thanks, Mike. It's great to be with you and Maura. All right. So, I mean, we always start out by wanting to understand just a little bit more of what brought you here today. So I wondered if you could start by telling us a little bit more about your professional journey and how you became passionate about benefits. I feel like my whole career back to when I summer internships has really been geared around the workplace and how we make the workplace more accommodating for employees example of that, my internship with uh, General Motors when I was at the University of Michigan, 
I had some responsibility for office automation. So this was because I go back a ways. This was the beginning of the PC era and bringing PCs into the workplace, which, you know, that's one aspect of, of making the workplace a better place. And then I, I started learning about the benefits side when I had my first full-time job and got uh, my first benefit package. And I still remember leafing through the the sheaf of papers that HR handed out. Some of them were in triplicate and some of them were in quadruplicate and trying to make sense out of all of it. And, you know, I think even from that point in time, I thought there must be a better way to do this than, you know, an experience like this. And it's incredible to think that there are still companies that do believe it or not bring those sheets of paper to their to their employees and ask them to fill it out every year even in the last year when we've been through the pandemic and people weren't coming into the office it is true right i i think as we've you know launched and and had a chance to bring on new employer clients here at brella you know it 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 does continue to to sort of surprise me as well just how often that's uh that's a real way in which benefits are are communicated are, are your forms triplicate or quadruplicate? <laughs> <laughs> but, but thankfully, we're not printing most of these. We're able to, uh, you know, email them out in electronic format. But you know, it's it is just it is just a, a crazy environment sometimes. And and in general, benefits themselves are are not all that user friendly, and and they require right. They require all kinds of detail, and and it can certainly uh, take a bunch of pages. No no doubt when you're using that that format. You know, Ben, I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, as you think through sort of the landscape around benefits enrollment and, and as you, you know, look to what's happening in, in the world, at, uh, in the benefits administration world, what are some of the problems that you've, you've uncovered for both employers and employees? You know, I, let me start with the employer side. So for the employer, you know, you and I both know that HR departments aren't getting any bigger. And especially in this post-pandemic environment, the HR folks have more responsibilities and more acute responsibilities than ever. So running and administering the benefit program takes a lot of time and involves a lot of work, and they really need a partner to help them with that. And that's where companies like WorkTerra come into play in terms of helping employers make that part easier. On the employee side, it's aside from getting rid of those triplicate and quadruplicate forms, it's a lot about education. It's a lot about knitting the entire benefit program together in a way where it feels cohesive and it's not just one product after another as they go through enrollment. And I feel like that's an area where a lot of us and a lot of our competitors are really just getting started there's a lot more opportunity to do more to simplify simplify things and educate employees. When I think about what you guys are doing at Brella in terms of the supplemental health side, you know that's really a great example of one of those simplifications that's needed. Looking at things through the through the eyes of the employee and not as much through the eyes of the insurance carrier or the employer. Yeah, I so appreciate what you what you just shared. You know, I I had a history professor once who said, history isn't just one thing after the next. This happened and then this other thing happened. It's, and sometimes I feel like, you know, these benefit programs are sort of like this benefit and then this other benefit and, and knitting that together and making, giving that story meaning so that an employee can connect 
to how they're covered and what this means for their life and for the benefit that they're receiving from their employer. It's so important. So, so I wonder if you could dig in a little bit to how does WorkTerra solve some of these issues? What, what, what is your approach? Well, our, our approach really we're focused on three things. One is we want to have technology that makes it easy for the employer to automate their benefit program. So, you know, we're going to meet the employer where they are in terms of the structure of their program. And we've designed our technology to be extremely configurable so that we're not putting employers in a position where they're forced to conform to some specific structure in terms of how our system administers benefits. Uh, we're going to take them as they are and and how they currently work, and we're going to make that work on our technology because we've got incredible flexibility in it. The other thing that goes along with that, which you know is is maybe a bit surprising given the flexibility that we have, is that we get the employer up and running quickly. And so this enables them to come to us even potentially very late in the year if they're looking to change from their current provider or, move off of those paper forms or emailed forms and get them up and running. And then lastly, one of the challenges that I feel like every technology company in the world has had at one point or another is that they feel like their technology is going to solve all of the employer or all of their clients' problems. And the reality is, you know, we're not at a point where everything is purely plug and play and doesn't require a lot of handholding and service both for the employer and the employee. And we really see that as a very important part of what we do. If we're going to bring the technology to life and make it effective for employers and for our, their employees, we need to surround the platform with a lot of love. And uh, we do that every day for our clients. Yeah, I, I love that, right? And I think it sort of ties back to that story, you know, that that you want to tell and sort of weave things together. And, you know, I, I, I appreciate that that approach. I'm just curious if we were to dig a little bit deeper, maybe on the on the employer side, is there, you know, one or two or three things that seem to commonly be asked of, you know, WorkTerra by employer groups when it comes to benefits administration, whether it be, you know, moving from their current provider to to y'all or or maybe it just be in continuing to advance the the capabilities. What what's sort of top of mind for employers in your mind? You know, the way I measure our success is are we making sure that we are keeping our employer our employer administrators from getting calls from employees that you know they signed up and they're not set up in the carrier system or they attempted to do you know to they got married and wanted to go add their spouse and found that they weren't able to do it so fundamentally our job is to keep our clients phones from ringing or email boxes from lighting up and it's really all about taking work off of their plate. And the more work we, I, I think a lot of people, you know, most employees and, and even brokers and carriers don't realize all of the day-to-day -day details that are involved with administering benefits. So, it, you know, including doing things like validating dependents or processing court orders for child support and all of these little ticky-tack things that take up a lot of time. So what we see our employers looking for is, you know, take all of that off of my plate so I can focus on the strategic things I need to do. And especially this new world of employment that we're all in, there are 
a myriad of things that I feel like we haven't even completely scratched the surface on yet that the folks in HR need to be doing. And they really need the benefit program to be run smoothly and professionally and with, you know, little or no noise from the employees. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, I want to follow up on on that question, but I just just a comment because I, I think sometimes we forget the real value to the employer as well, right? I mean, a lot coming at the employer and the administrative burden of benefits oftentimes does distract them from being able to spend time on the strategic side of benefits. And uh, I have to imagine certainly, you know, for those employers who want to get into the weeds of strategy, you, you're able to bring that value, which is which is great. So same question, Ben, you know, if you think about the employee consumer user of of benefits administration, what do you typically hear from them as sort of the, you know, main, you know, kind of focus areas or, or wants in the platform? They, they want education and help in figuring out which benefits they should take. And we are aggressively moving in the direction of doing that. One of the things we've realized is that we need help from partners to do that. And so we're in the, in the process of working with a few different partners in the decision support area so we can do a better job with educating and recommending products to employees, all with the idea of making that enrollment process a lot easier. Yeah, that's, that's really great. I know decision making is so has to be so customized. So that'll be really interesting to see how that how that yields results for you guys. Um, One thing I wanted to press a little deeper into also is, in light of the pandemic, I'm wondering how that has impacted benefits enrollment, and what you think might need to change now that we're in this sort of post pandemic new normal. Yeah, Well, yeah, I think the obvious thing is that the technology piece is more important than ever. And especially as employers are looking to add other things to make their benefit program more competitive, we're in this war for talent and, you know, benefits are a a huge lever for employees to use. So where, you know, we were maybe before the pandemic at 10 to 12 benefits offered as part of a typical plan. I could see that number going up by three or four different additional benefits that employers will look to offer. So that makes, you know, more emphasis on how we can deliver from a technology standpoint. And then, you know, the opportunities, a lot of the education in the past was face-to-face and benefit fairs and those sorts of things. And now, you know, again, it all comes down, you know, think about what we're doing today with this podcast. We're in four different locations collecting, connecting telephonically. That's just the future. And so the technology is really critical in terms of bringing information to employees. Yeah, that's fascinating. I kind of want to ask you, do you think that more benefits is better? I think more benefits, we are moving towards a model of individualized benefit programs. So more benefits gives the employee that menu of different things that they might need, depending on what life stage they're in, depending on how their family is configured. So really it's, you know, nobody's going to be signing up for 16 different benefits, but to an individual employee, the eight benefits that they're signing up for are very important to them and make their relationship with the employer more valuable to them because they're getting all of those through their employer. 
That's great. Yeah, we've heard a lot on the show from various folks about the importance of personalization and not necessarily infinite choices, but just the right choices to hit people in the life stage where they're at. And so that's really interesting to hear. You know, maybe it is adding a few more options that give people a chance to customize what they take on. That's great. I was going to say, Laura, especially when we've got five generations in the workplace, right? As we were talking to Lindsay Pollack, it's, you know, it, it, we're in this world right now where we've got so many different personalities and makeups in the workplace that um, it isn't one size fits all. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's exactly right. We were we were speaking with her about how, you know, you've got Gen Z coming in, but you've also got folks working longer than ever before, which is why we have more generations in the workforce together at once than ever, than ever before. And so that requires us to customize benefit offerings to a wider range of lifestyle needs. So that's a, that's a great point. And, and that in and of itself requires technology and benefits administration and enrollment platforms to, you know, help employees navigate those choices. So, so that's really exciting. I'm wondering, Ben, if you want to dive in a little bit and tell us, you know, what's next for Workterra? What are you guys working on? What's coming down the pipeline? Any previews? Yeah, I, you know, I think here's what I would say is I feel like our whole space, you know, there's the old, it's attributed to Chinese proverb. I don't know how true it is, but, you know, may you live in interesting times. It's supposed to be a curse. And we are in interesting times. And I feel like the benefits space is really only going to get more interesting over the next several years. And, and in particular, one of the challenges that we see is that we have lots of different companies and types of companies competing for employee eyeballs when it comes to benefits, when it comes to HR. And the next evolution in our industry is, is the big land grab in terms of who can pull all of those things together in terms of one cohesive experience. So there are mobile app companies that are working to do this. There are insurance carriers that are working to do this. There's human capital management technology providers looking to do this. And there is the, the benefit technology providers such as Workterra that are looking to do it. So ultimately, our success in the future is going to be very dependent on us providing a basic foundation that weaves together different technologies and different product offerings in a way that presents a, a single user experience to employees as well as to employers when it comes to benefits. So, you know, much in the same way we do today where we're bringing in products from a carrier like Brella, as well as, you know, for the basic healthcare, dental and vision. The future to me is about weaving in with mobile app providers that can offer up benefit information, working with health navigation companies that are offering health navigation services and, and really being the base for all of that from an employer standpoint, so that the employer can, going back to what I was saying earlier, really have a streamlined and simplified experience in terms of knowing all their transactions are taken care of and managed by somebody and th that they don't have to worry about it and that they can plug in and connect different pieces underneath. So that's where I see us headed over the next three to five years. Yeah, I'd, I'd say major shout out there, Ben, because I, I do think that is the next race, right? I think for a while, the race in the benefits administration space was the transactional 
side of making sure it all sort of worked in the administrative day to day was was sort of humming along. And I think as we move forward into the future, it, it, it's really around tying all of that together. So I, I give you I give you uh, props on that one as, as having that high on the on the radar for your, your company. You know, I, I will say first, congratulations on your new role. I know it's been a couple months now, right? Yeah, almost two months. I'm curious if you'd wanted to just share what the, the last 60 days or so have been for you. You know, it's it's really been incredible. And I feel like I've come into this amazing opportunity in terms of the technology we have and the team that we have in place that really has just needed somebody to press on the gas pedal a little bit to move us into the future and better position us in the market overall. So I'm very excited. Every day is better than the previous day. So every day I'm having the best day of my life. And I just look forward to uh, moving forward. I love that. That's awesome. It's something we all aspire to. And I know we're having a lot of fun over here building Brella. And it's great to hear that energy in your voice with the team and everything that's going on at work, Tara. So lastly, Ben, before we let you go, we have to ask the question we ask all of our guests, which is, you know, everybody on the show is an incredible leader. And so we always want to know, how did you get that way? (laughs) And so we have to ask, is there a book or a resource that had a really big impact on you, either personally or professionally, that you'd like to recommend to our listeners? So I have been following a psychologist named Benjamin Hardy for a few years. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. But he released a book last year called Personality Isn't Permanent. The thing that I really like about Benjamin Hardy is that unlike a lot of your typical business authors and writers, he what he focuses on is very much based in science and research. And I think that's one, one of the things that's very exciting that's going on in business and motivation in general is the introduction of neuroscience to everything that's going on and really communicating ideas and things to in a way that's based on science and proven to work rather than things that just sound good. Awesome. Well, I love that. That's definitely going on my list. Ben, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate you stopping by virtually to hang out with us and talk to us about all the ways that you guys are working hard to make benefits work better for employers and their teams. Those are the conversations we really want to bring to the forefront with the show. And so this was, again, another really great episode. So thank you for that. Well, and thank you to you guys for having this podcast. And there's a a definite need out there and critical to get the word out on all of the great capabilities that are out there in the market and really appreciate you guys doing that. Awesome. So Ben, we just had such a great conversation here about, you know, the opportunities, the challenges and, and really the opportunities of benefits administration platforms to bring enrollment and and benefits administration into the digital era. And and as we're looking to customize plans more and more, how do we bring simplicity and choice together? So I guess I just am wondering, what are a couple of things that are sticking out for you from today's conversation? Yeah. So again, you know, very insightful hearing from Ben. He's got such a great view of this space. You know, the, the one thing that sort of hit me first was how benefits should should tell a story and and not just be a checklist exercise for employees to get from one 
one product to the next, right? They, they, they should connect. You know, I, I remember years ago talking to a, a colleague in a prior life around, you know, benefits. Employees need to emotionally connect to their benefits to truly appreciate them. And I think having the ability today through the various products that exist and, and the vast array of products that exist for individuals to sort of craft the package and, and programs that work best for them is really sort of part of even why we started this podcast, right? How do you make it better? How do you make employees feel good about the decisions they've made? And, and when you sort of engage them in that process and sort of take them on a journey versus just check the box, check the box, check the box, you know, you're really able to accomplish the, the goal of this. And I think this weaves into the second point that I kind of noted was that, you know, platforms like Workterra provide the foundation, right, to tie all that together. And, you know, technology today is just incredible from so many different perspectives to be able to do that seamlessly and in a way that is engaging. And, you know, I think it's it's great for us to be sort of a sliver of that, but to then, you know, connect into the broader picture in a way that makes sense for employees is is great and made possible these days now by really good uh, platforms like like Ben and, and Workterra's solution. How about for you? That's right. I'm probably going to echo a lot of what you just said, but I it really struck me from what Ben shared, how important it is to have a player in this space focused on you know, creating a digital experience that allows for choice, but that's simple because choice always adds complexity. And so if you're able to, you know, bring on more benefits because it's easier to administer them because they're all on one foundation, then suddenly you can allow your team to choose the benefits that are right for their life stage, whether they have a young family or they're supporting aging parents or whatever it is that is going on with their family life, having that choice in their benefits and in the kind of coverage that they're able to enroll in is is really, really huge. And I really appreciate what they're doing to bring in that education piece by partnering with decision support partners. I think that's going to be really interesting to see how that unfolds. And then lastly, I just really love what Ben highlighted about the HR leaders that are in the middle of this process and really key players in choosing benefits and helping to, you know, operationalize them and maintain them over time. And he's right that you know, they have a lot of critical responsibilities. Their teams are not getting bigger. And as a result, they are really, really well served by folks who are able to create simpler benefits and better solutions on the administration side of things. So, so again, if any of you listening would like to connect with Ben and with the team at Workterra, you can visit their website at workterra.com. I will be adding a link to their website as well as the book that Ben mentioned to our show notes, which you can find at joinbrella.com slash podcast. Also, if you want to get in touch with Mike or learn more about Brella, you can visit our website at joinbrella.com or email us at sales at joinbrella.com. Visit joinbrella.com slash podcast for notes from today's show. And if you liked the episode, share it with a colleague. This helps us spread the word. Be sure to subscribe or follow in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss our next episode. And that's a wrap. This is Laura Cave and Mike Zarillo from the Better Benefits Podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great week.